Hey mama, has life been just a little bit crazy since you became a mom? Yeah, I feel you there. Somewhere between changing diapers and singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star for the fifth time in a row, it can be a major challenge to remember what life was like before having kids. Hey girl, I'm Cheyenne Playman, a mom of two, stepmom of one, and even one little baby in heaven. I'm also an American mama raising a family in Europe with my incredible Belgian husband, whom I actually met in a castle over four years ago. I know firsthand that motherhood is full of tons of pure blissful moments, but also plenty of struggles and obstacles. It's so easy for us to feel overwhelmed, alone, and a Starbucks coffee too short most days. This is why we need to bond together. That's the goal of this podcast. At Holy Healthy Happy Mama, I want to help you feel that sense of me too. Give yourself a daily virtual hug and feel empowered to be the mom you want to be. You'll learn from other moms just like yourself and including experts on all kinds of mom-specific topics like postpartum life, healthy eating for you and your family, mompreneur tactics, homeschooling, growing your mindset and spirit, fitness for mom bods, and so much more. So hit that subscribe button so we can hang out more and you don't miss a single episode. Time to grab your iced coffee, green smoothie, or whatever lifts you up and get ready to gain some holy, healthy, and happy mom wisdom. It's time to get mom-spired. Hello, you gorgeous mamas. Welcome to another episode of Holy Healthy Happy Mama. Hello, gorgeous friend. Ladies listening, I am so excited for my guest today. Uh, She happens to be a mama that I have known since before we were mamas when we were just little baby college students way back in West Palm Beach, Florida over 10 years ago or so. Um, But she is a dynamo friend, sister in Christ and mom. And before I do all the introduction and take all of her thunder away. I'm going to let her introduce herself. But ladies, if you could just, if you're in your car, you're in your kitchen right now, I just want you to give me a little round of applause and clap from my sister from the same mister, Mrs. Ellie Sanchez. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I love that my daughter literally just came over as you're introducing me. This one pot. <laughs> and it's just the real the rawness of motherhood where you're in the middle of things and there's these little kids right there right at all times totally even when somebody else is watching them for you they're on your mind they're on your heart and that is just oh that's like the most precious thing about motherhood it's this little piece of you that's always there but Thank you so much for having me. Um, For those of you who don't know me, my name is Allie. I have known this beautiful woman for many, many years, and I just adore her. I love everything that she does, everything she stands for. And so it's such an honor for me to just be here and talking to you all about the rawness of motherhood. Um, I have three little ones. Um, Thank you, baby. Here, take this. Um, I have three little ones seven, five, and just turned three. Um, so I'm definitely a busy mom. Two of my kiddos also have medical complexities. So throw that in there makes it, you know, extra fun, extra spicy. Um, and I'm also working from home. So I understand the busyness and I homeschool two of them. So <laughs> my goodness. And not to mention, uh, I can throw this in cause I know you, you just moved across the country. You went from Florida to Washington and you also happen to be married to a fire chief. Is that correct there? 
Yeah. So we moved to Oregon, but we're oh, like, Oregon, right my bad. <laughs> no, that's fine right bordering Washington, actually. And yes, my husband is a chief um, in a fire department. So definitely fun life, busy, for, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Keeps things interesting, for, for sure. There's a lot of like, different variables. I can just imagine there are moms that are listening that, you know, have multiple kids as well. And they're trying to manage family life and, and wife life, right. Um, trying to keep that relationship, of course, a priority and then, uh, keeping everything together. And I can imagine it can feel, uh, so overwhelming too, at times with all of those things, trying to keep them in balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There, I mean, I think one of the crazy things is that as mothers, we all have different paths that we walk through, right? Like some of mm -hmm. us work, at, some of us don't work at all um, right. in, outside of being a mother, which right. is already a full-time right. job. Mm -hmm. um, some of us work at the home. Some of us are single moms. Some of us have a husband and it doesn't matter, you know, what goes before, what's the prefix or the suffix, you know, if mm. it's single mom or like it doesn't matter motherhood is motherhood and it is just challenging and it's hard and there's so much that goes to being a mother as you so know yeah suffixes it's it's just hard all over and I think that um yeah what the journey is you know we all have the difficulties and all the things that we're juggling all the little hats that we're wearing yeah. um at all times outside of just being a mother. And I think one of the most important things that you said is just, you know, those of us who do have a partner, like a husband, how hard it is to also keep. <laughs> so, but yeah, I could go on and on about all of this. No, I so love you. I <laughs> oh man, me too though. And I think every mom listening also is I'm sure just nodding her head and shaking her head and just being like, yes, yes, we feel you. And, and I feel like I was, I was almost going to sound like I'm in a church uh, choir here because I wanted to say, amen, amen, amen. Cause I love how you yeah. share that about motherhood. Cause we, we do so often, I think we struggle within our own selves trying to define what is motherhood. I mean, if you guys have spent five minutes on the internet nowadays, um, you probably have heard motherhood is the like hoodest hood of all, like meaning it is the toughest hood um, to live in. And I think it is, it's hard because um, everyone defines it differently and you really don't know what kind of mother you're going to be until you are one. And then it's like, hold, like I, girl, I don't know if you felt this way and mom's listening, but um, I think so many of us who are um, married or who have a longtime partner, you've been with someone for a while, you know that like a relationship, um, especially one um, like marriage that's lifelong is very um, revealing is like this boom mirror right on you. But then you put that next step of motherhood and then also trying to then raise these kids with that person. It is wow, that mirror I feel hits a lot closer. I feel like I got the zoomed in mirror um, when I became oh, a yeah. mom. Like, did you experience that too? Yeah, you learn a lot of things about yourself. And and I think that, I don't know, it, you probably felt this way too, but you see your mom and the things that your mom would go through yes. and you see yourself mom and then your, you, yourself and your children. Um, right like all kinds of mirrors that you're learning and you start understanding yeah. a lot of family and, mm. and yeah, 
Uli, I feel like there's mirrors everywhere and it's very eye-opening and you realize a lot about your relationship with God and his love for you, Right. you know? Right. Yeah. Understand that kind of love until you become a mom and you understand right. that parental love. And then, yeah, those mirrors start popping up of everything that you're seeing in your child. This is what you're doing to God or this is what your mom or... Yeah, absolutely. You see yourself magnified. There's like a big magnifying glass right over you. <laughs> totally. No, I, yeah. And it follows you everywhere, right? I mean, quite literally when you've got little ones, but it's just, it's a mirror that you can't necessarily hide from. And so I have found so, uh, such beauty and just facing it and, and not uh, declaring what I see in that mirror to be ugly or to be you know, it just, yeah, like uh, it's hard, it's hard, right? We look in literal physical mirrors and us women can be so hard on ourselves and our physical appearance. But I, I've been doing a lot of work lately trying to just do that even uh, with my spiritual, like you said, that spiritual side and that mental side. And, um, you know, I, I love what you said about how we can understand God as the father so much more. I, I never, I don't think I ever cried so much reading the story of the prodigal son before recently I was uh I was digging deep in there and because I always imagined of course myself more as like the son or even the the to be honest like the snooty snotty brother like uh, why is he I'm here you know serving you why is he get everything but now it's like I look at it as in like wow like is that not what I would do for my child like would I not want to like take my ring off here and come and let me cover you. And just to imagine like, wow, God's love is like so much more covering and so much more forgiving and that we are also his kid too, not just our kids and looking through the lens that we're their mother, but that we are also that to God. It's just, it's unreal, huh? And the pain of the father too. Mm. Like you, when you think that was my son or my daughter leaving and I right. know how much pain would I be in knowing that they're walking down a difficult path. And right. I know that I are early on in our motherhood years. And so for us to imagine our little mm. ones right. in that stage of life is kind of hard to, to picture. But for those mothers who have teenagers or older kids, you know, adult kids who are just struggling with the path that they've taken how much can you imagine how they feel that pain of the father reading that parable of the prodigal <laughs> son and what the father was feeling right. you know i mean yeah. kind of get a hint of the pain but an older kid who's actually walking through it oof totally yeah. totally maybe maybe a glimpse of what we'll go through not that we want to look forward to that but uh you know, it's, it's just inevitable. It's a part of life. Like we all also, you know, stepped outside of our parents, uh, protective covering and spread our wings and made mistakes. And, you know, Ali, in the beginning of the, the episode, you shared how your eldest is now seven, right? I cannot believe that. Cause I really, really feel like, oh my gosh, I remember when he was just born, but I know you have two others now as well. Um, and so for you, I can imagine like, you know, having a seven-year-old, like that's a step up from like having a toddler, which is interesting because you have a toddler 
and a seven-year-old. And so what differences do you see between the two? Like, do you see your son, like, do you see him developing, I guess, more into his like value system or you get what I'm trying to say? Like he, he's becoming his own little man. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You start, not that you don't see their personalities as you know, when they're little and they're toddlers, you definitely get, but it's so more pronounced now that he's seven and you definitely see like the personality and what's going to come out when he's right. a like a yeah. little glimpses of when he's old. um but yeah it's so much fun because he is he talks to me now um with like full conversations and he'll tell wow. me about or something about a movie or whatever <laughs> conversation. yeah and it's telling me stories and it's full-on conversations and one wow. of the coolest things about that and and I've learned this um I've learned this quote and I really truly believe in it that if you show your kids that the things that they have to say to you matter when they're young they will know that they matter when they're older and so I really make just know that I'm listening even if it's something that I don't quite understand or something that I'll be right there please I'm gonna take my gummy no please be nice okay <laughs> or even if it's something that like they may not um I don't know I may not be into like I don't really I'm, I've never played video games but I make okay. it up to mm. listen and to hear all of the things that he has to say about his video games because I know that if I'm present oh. and if I'm listening he's gonna say my mom listens and cares about what I have to say and that translates to older that they'll want to have those conversations with you. And I think that's one of the most important wow. things that I've learned now at this age where he's seven and actually having conversations with me um, to just make it a priority, you know, to, yeah. to be in, in his conversations. Wow. I love that. I love that. Cause that's something so simple and practical that a mom can do you know I feel that it can be so complex sometimes to know what to do and what matters and what habits can I practice day in and day out but just yeah it's like kind of as you share you share like find what they're passionate about and then show that you care show that it matters, you know, I mean, for me right now, that means that I should probably do some more research on like blippy and dinosaurs, because that is like my son's whole world right now, <laughs> you know, but I, but I love that. And it's, it's something too, that we, we can get so linear focus. I feel when our littles are, when they're, when they're small and they're, cause they, they need us so much and it can feel so overwhelming. Cause I know at those times too, we're still caring so much for their physical needs. And yet this is something I love Allie, that you're showing moms that they, that we can pour into their emotional and their spiritual needs that will um, really like plant a seed for when they're also older, when they also don't need us as much, but it will be something right. that like keeps on giving, keeps on staying there. I love. Um, so you kind of, you kind of touched right there a little bit on, you know, I love to ask all my moms that are guests on the podcast. I love to have them, you know, talk about their kids and, and tell me about their family life. And naturally, you know, it's just, it's awesome to watch a mom just blossom and talk about her kids. And so I'm curious, what would you say as a mother? So you have three little ones, just 
thinking about all of them, thinking about your motherhood journey, what would you say is like your favorite part about being a mom? Um, I, I have so many things and it's funny because <laughs> I think about this often, like what is my favorite thing about all of it? But I, there's just so many little things throughout the day that I love. Yeah. Like for example, when they just randomly come up to me and say, Hey mommy, I love you. Like, how can you beat that? Yeah. You know? That's yeah. I didn't initiate it. They did. They came right. up to me and they helped. Right. And it's a genuine love. And I love that. But I also love, and you'll probably laugh, but I love making their lunch. Mm. <laughs> I love. Did I hear you right? No. <laughs> yeah. I love doing something creative in their lunch. And I am not a Pinteresty mom. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like. <laughs> cutting pieces and like dinosaurs and stars for every meal, but it lights their faces up. They mm. love seeing. I have a bunny plate that I filled the bunny uh. ears with different, their sandwiches in the middle or that I made a smiley face with a ketchup or things like that. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. It makes me happy and it makes me happy to see them smile. And so I love doing that. Um, but I also love all the things that I'm learning, all the things mm. that I'm learning about myself, the things that I'm learning about my husband and I and our relationship right. and the things that it brings out in your relationship, things that you didn't know it would bring out. Um, and it's a refining fire. And I love mm. that too. I also love that it makes me understand the love of God for me even more. Right. So a lot of little, little big things, you know, and it's hard yeah. for me to choose one specific thing, but I think that all of those things, whether it's making them smile or them making me smile or me understanding God or me understanding my husband, it's all so important to the person that I am and that I will mm. become little big people that they'll become one day. So totally, totally. I love it. Thank you. I, I do think motherhood is so hard to choose one thing because it's so encompassing. You know, it's one of those roles that we have in our lives that all you have to do is look at our own mothers or our own grandmothers and see that you never stop being a mom. Like it is a lifelong life, yeah, a life journey that are in so many waves and in so many, uh, you know, paths we take. And, and I love that it ebb and flows and something I feel like I saw ebb and flow through your answers were um, just the, the similarity, uh, all of them coming together through the thread of a smile, you smiling, mm -hmm. your children smiling, your husband smiling, or maybe, maybe it was the rolling the eyes. I don't know. Maybe it's something a little bit in between when you discover <laughs> things <laughs> about each yeah. other, but, but yeah, like the smirks and the smiles that you, you have when you parent with your spouse and, um, and then the, the smile of God, like imagining him smiling down at us, like being proud of us. Um, you know, as moms, as, as a mom myself, I get so proud of my kids. Um, even my, my bonus daughter, when I see her or my son playing together, or I see them using their talents, just doing something like you said, like your son is showing at seven years old, like things that he likes and things that he does. And it just reminds me that like God finds that joy in us when we just talk to him or when we, we just play, when we use our talents and we step out and do that. And, um, you know, did you have something to say? Sorry. 
no, no, no. I, I hear you. Amen. <laughs> amen. We're doing, throwing out some amens in this episode. I love it. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm so guilty of stop dropping and do a little praise, a little, little, little stop dropping praise moment. So, uh, you know, feel free if you're listening to do a little amen, hallelujah, you know, please, wherever you're watching this, if you want to write a, a comment or something, please do, because it's so nice when moms, Ali and I were actually talking before we press record here, just how moms can feel such comfort in for lack of a better hashtag, but me too, right? Like feeling that um, connection, that sameness that like, Hey, even if it means that I'm going to have to struggle in this journey a little more, even if it means that you don't have a solution for me, just knowing that I'm not alone, just knowing that there's someone else out there going along the same path and journey is so comforting. It is. It really is. Yeah. Knowing that, Oh, Hey, you're struggling with that too. You feel that too, or you've been there too. Like you said, it doesn't necessarily need a solution. Just a, I hear you yeah. and you're not alone. Yeah. It's that yeah. comfort as of, okay. And I'm going to be honest. I think I, this is one of the things that my best friend and I talk about all the time when we are mm-hmm. just so tired at the end of the day, um, mm. she doesn't work outside of the home and I'm working at home and you know, her husband's working and my husband's working. And at the end of the day, everybody's exhausted, you know, husband, wife, and it's getting down to the time of putting the kids to bed and you don't want to bomb anymore. And sometimes we just write to each other. Like, I don't want to mom right now. I just want to lay here passing out on my, with my neck done for the day. And just like, end of the day and saying, I feel like that today too, or today has been really hard with the kids. Also, it didn't require a solution. It didn't require an answer for my best friend. It just required a, you're not alone and you're not a bad mom for feeling like that. And sometimes I feel like, um, I think you mentioned this before too, when we were initially talking, but the Karens of the world making you feel guilty that no, you should not be feeling like that. Like you're a mom, you should be loving bit of it no that's not true right moment difficult that you don't want to go through and having that me too as you said um it's everything you know that you're not a bad mom for feeling like that you know that you're not a bad mom for not wanting to put the kid to bed as much as you love them you're just done at the end of the day and having that mom reassure you is everything Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. I love that emphasis on like, you know, even though we maybe chose this life and wanted this life, it doesn't mean that we chose all these hard moments and these challenging circumstances. And it's like, I love that, that freedom to just be that freedom to not be perfect. And what I love Ali is that you have a, a, a good friend, you have a best friend that you can just be real and raw with. And that's what ladies listening to this episode, I hope you feel that. I hope that even if you don't have any moms in your life that make you feel like it's okay to be imperfect, it's okay to let your guard down. I hope you feel that here. And, you know, I am actually creating a community for moms online that where you could feel that safe space, you know, because I think it is so important um, to have that safe space with other moms, because as we all know, motherhood is not easy. There are a lot of challenges in motherhood. And, you know, Ali, I, I know we just 
um, you know, addressed the beauty of motherhood and what you love about motherhood. But I'm also curious if you would just kind of lay it out for us today. Like, what would you say has been one of your biggest challenges as a mother? Um, this is another one of those laughable moments, but potty training. I really don't enjoy. I feel you. (laughs) Yeah. Really. Oh yeah. And I think that that has been one of the toughest things, um, in my motherhood journey has just been to potty train my kids. And I know that many people are waiting for, you know, a very big answer, you know, this monumental, I don't know. I don't know what people expect as an answer, but I know that it's not potty training, but it is for me. And it has been with all three kids. And it's been such a challenge because now by the third child, I am definitely tired of potty training. And I also think that I haven't had it easy with my kids potty training. They've all kind of wanted to do it very later on. And um, I wanted it to go earlier with all of them. And I've pushed them to do it sooner and they weren't ready. And I think that that made it so much more challenging for me because they just were not ready. And I've come to find out potty training, the kid has to be ready. Um, And I think that there's something to be said too about a lot of things in life, right? That we try to push for things to be on our timeline, not when they're ready to happen or when they're meant to happen or when God wants them to happen. And we push for them to happen. We Mm -hmm. need to happen. And I didn't think about this before until literally just now, but there's a huge lesson in that, isn't there? And in motherhood, you know, yeah, the moment you said this, I was like, dang, who thought potty training could be so deep? Like, sometimes, you know, you're deep in doo-doo, but it's like, dang, yeah. like, how, what, what a beautiful spiritual epiphany that just happened, but it's so true. Like, I know I'm going to look at potty training a little different now, like, you know, because I'm in the yeah. thick of it too, you know, and, and I'm curious, like, it's funny. I think anyone listening to this episode can hear that you're literally in the thick of it because your daughter at one point came up and told you, mommy, I went pee pee. And so you're like literally yeah. there child number three, like how, how yeah. do you get through the hard moments? Cause I'm sure there's times I know I feel sometimes girl, like I want to pull my hair out sometimes because it's like, no matter what method, what style, what pace, what panties, what, whatever. There are just sometimes, like you said, we try to push things or things are not working in our timing. And I'm just curious when it comes to potty training, but feel free to take it even into a spiritual context. Like, how do you get through that? Like, how do you mentally get through that? I try, I I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know that I know the answer of how I get through it. Um, to be quite honest with you, I think that I just do. I think that it's one of those things where you just kind of like changing a diaper almost, but it's just a different type of chain of wiping booties, wiping baby's booties. You know, it's, you just have to, it's something that you have to do because you want them to thrive and you want them, you want to help them get to that next stage of life. And as a mom, you just kind of have to do it. Right. Um, And so I think I just remind myself, when I am in the, in the middle of those moments when I struggle and I say, oh my gosh, I don't want to be teaching somebody how to go to the bathroom. I try to be gracious to them and think, if I don't, who will? Hmm. And what an honor that I'm the one who got chosen to do this, even though I don't like it. Right. And I try to remind my honor. 
It's an honor. My mom did it for me. Your mom did it for you. Hey, what an honor. You know, right. part of growing up and becoming, a, you know, an adult, a grown up. Yeah. And yeah. There's a, a magic potion that I have. I think <laughs> that it's more, you grin and bear it and you do it yeah. and you try to yeah. pause it. And that's all I got for that. Yeah. It's, I just don't. Okay. It's, we, we do it. Get it done. Right. Exactly. It's, and it's so good because that is motherhood sometimes, Allie. I think it's like we do want a magic pill or, or potion or a recipe or a guru to tell us, right, how to do it. And it's like sometimes it is just grinning and bearing it. And I, and something that maybe I don't know if you realize, but I'm going to point it out for you that you really had just some beautiful mindset. I think focuses like even just if if a woman if you can walk away today mama who's listening and if you're in the thick of potty training yourself or maybe your child is going through a different type of regression maybe a sleep regression maybe they are struggling with behavioral problems at school with their siblings um maybe they're regressing um you know in school with their schoolwork I think just reminding ourselves like, you know what, like it is an honor, like this being a motherhood is an honor and I was chosen for this and somebody helped me through this. Um, those little things repeating to ourselves, reminding ourselves that whether it's a literal mental game or we put it somewhere, I'm a big visual learner. So I like to write stuff out. I got like post-it notes all over my office and my car and God bless my husband. I throw it in his like lunchbox and stuff. Uh, but it's just, it's right. It's like that way of encouraging ourselves, you know, um, because motherhood can, no matter how much we surround ourselves with, with other um, empowering women, it can have its lonely moments. It can be hard. Um, you know, you can be in the trenches, especially potty training. And, um, you know, I think just those few things you said are very empowering or very encouraging to other moms. I feel it. I'm going to be using that. I'm going to be using that remembering. It's an honor. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah, you have to. And, yeah. and I think that um, in a lot of stages of motherhood, I find myself trying to find, okay, who's really good at this? And in the, in the world of Instagram, where everything looks just so perfect, and these moms seem to have it all together. Right. It's so important to have like that realistic expectation of, no, sometimes it really does just suck. And <laughs> you just do it. There and there is no guru that ha knows it all and yeah maybe there are people who are really good at teaching you all the potty training tricks but sometimes kids don't go as planned right and I know yeah. it firsthand we my husband and I thought that we had finally conceived a child and throw in a medical diagnosis and then you get through your second pregnancy onto your third one and then you end up losing babies and end up with another medical diagnosis and Things are just not linear. And I admire people who know how to train other moms on how to help babies sleep or how to help babies use the potty. And I'm not knocking it down. They're, they're, you know, they know their stuff, but sometimes things just don't go as planned. And I think that as moms, we need to kind of get that idea of this perfect picture perfect Instagram mom that it's gonna go as planned throw it out the window and when it doesn't you grin and bear it and you just get it done yeah yeah, yeah. no it's it's so true because at the end of the day you can read every book about any type of parenting um 
thing that you're trying to help your children with. And yeah, like you said, every child's different or what could have worked for one child will, won't work for another. And, you know, or one will, will be a little, you know, it'll work perfectly and for the other, it won't. And, you know, and so I love that. I love that. It's really just allowing a mom to just be free and, and to not define herself by this, these perfection models that are out there and feeling like, Oh my gosh, if, well, if this doesn't work, cause there can be so many promises out there. I think we all on social media, we can see, you see the things like works for every child or, you know, um, every, in three days you'll be sleeping or you'll be doing this. And what if it doesn't with you, it can leave us really having these, false expectations on our children and then on ourselves as well. Yeah. And then as a mom, you feel, what am I doing wrong that it's not working for me, but it works for everybody. And you feel that pressure of there's something wrong with me as a mom, instead of just realizing there's nothing wrong with you as a mom, you're the one who got chosen for those children. It's just every child's different. And like you said, what works for one may not work for the others and yeah. just have that freedom to be a mom without those expectations and without those timelines and without like that guilty feeling of I didn't do it right or it didn't work for me. No, I try to tell all my friends, throw that mm. guilt out the window. Yeah. There is no guilt. Like we are imperfect moms, but we're perfectly chosen for those kids. Mm. And that's all that. Mm. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. That all that matters when you hit, when your head hits that pillow and um, you're reflecting on the day. Like, I, I love that. If there is like a hashtag or a title of this episode or a big, ta biggest takeaway, like ladies listening, I want you to really focus on what Ali just said. Yeah. It's like, you can be imperfect. You can be you and you can still be the best mom, you know, that, uh, that you can be. And Ali, just thank you so much for sharing that. And then just sharing just the realness, the rawness, you know, um, I love that we need more moms like you in this world. Um, and I believe by doing episodes like this, by having more organic conversations, more moms will feel led and feel open to be able to just be them. And be totally loved mm -hmm. and be totally loved. Like those kiddos love you no matter what, right? No matter what you look like, no matter what you act yep. like, no matter what you feel like. And my hope is that we can all love ourselves a little bit more like that every day and love our fellow mamas that way too. Amen. Yes. Amen. Absolutely. Praise break. And I love Praise break. No. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you said that because there's so many memes out there that I see all the time. Like if you could just see how your children look at you or love you, or that it doesn't matter what you look like or how much you got done around the house, your kids just love you. And that's all they want is you. Yes. And yes, it would take so much pressure off our shoulders. Wouldn't it? Yes. Oh, totally. And, and actually I, it's funny cause I, in my household, especially here in Europe, uh, there's not as much of a obsession with social media as I've experienced in the States. But so I'm like the social media guru of our whole family. I'm like the one that is always taking all the pictures and sharing the stories and hearing about the trends. And, um, you know, right now we're, we're recording in December, 2022 and a big trend right now, Ali, I think, I don't know if you've done it, I, th I don't remember, but this is my pregnancy brain going on right now. I can't remember if we talked about it, but there's this big challenge going on where um, kids, moms ask the kids to film them dancing 
and the camera is actually yeah. flipped on the kids. Have you done that yet with any of your kiddos? I, I did. I did it with Ava. You'll have to go on my Instagram and watch it. I, it's really, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's do a challenge. Let's challenge every woman watching this episode, listening to it right now, even if you're listening to it months later, go and it's go and put your phone, um, put it on a backwards camera, basically, and tell your child that you want them to film you dancing. Be silly, be goofy, be your most obnoxious self, bust out old Backstreet Boys in sync moves from the 90s. Just go for it. And watch your child light up. And what the gift of that I feel is like, then you have this video that actually is filming their expression, their joy, their just sweetness. And it's like on any bad day, you can just watch that and be like, okay, okay. I can get through another day. Yeah. That's how they see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Ali, I feel like I could talk to you forever. Um, I know all the moms have been so blessed just by your wisdom that's poured out of you today. And I definitely feel like this is going to be a part one of maybe perhaps if you allow me to interview you several more times um, that we can go deeper into some of your stories. Um, Because if there's any moms that have uh, any children out there with, um, you know, medical diagnosis, Ali has a really, really great, encouraging, um, courageous story with that. Um, but before we go down that path, I want to make sure that people hear from you um, one more time. I know how to connect with you. So if you have any resources, I don't know if there's anything that you would say, whether it be a podcast, maybe an Instagram profile, a book, anything that you feel like could be an encouragement to moms. Would you go ahead and share that with us? You know, one of the biggest things that, um, and it's not a podcast and it's not a book It's having people with wisdom who have been there and who have done that, having those people in your corner. Biggest advice that I can give any mother. Um, Having somebody who knows you and loves you. Sorry, as I'm opening gummies for my child. um, (laughs) I'm just a little jealous. Yeah. Having somebody who just knows and loves you and loves your kids, but also has wisdom from having been there and having done that from the Bible. And especially if they're any kind of therapist or, you know, if they've done any counseling in a church, having those people in your corner who pour in that wisdom is essential for any mom. And I think that if you can find one to two people, I thankfully can count three who are in my corner and who give me my advice and who remind me that I am doing a good job and who remind me what my focus needs to be. Having those people in your life is essential because Mm. a book can tell you so much. A podcast can help a lot, but having those people who know and love you and who have the wisdom and, and who can walk you through those stages of it's been the biggest thing for me. Um, Mm. And also those are the people in your corner praying for you in those hard moments when your kid is sick and you are exhausted and you are scared. Because, I mean, let's face it. A lot of moms are scared right now with mm-hmm. RSV, all of these things. And especially with newborns and the height of the flu and the height of this and, you know, one virus and then another virus. And it can be scary as a mom, but having those mm-hmm. people who are walking through with prayer and who are holding mm-hmm. your hand through it and who are checking in on you, that's huge. Checking in on you, 
how many times do we feel like we're getting lost and having people who are there checking in on you and making sure that you're okay. That is the biggest thing that I can tell any mom, have people in your corner, find them, look for them, pray to have them, right? groups do whatever it takes but find those people and that has been the biggest support that i've mm. big book that i could ever read it's been i that. love it oh i love it thank you so much and and i would just take it one step further mom as if you're struggling with finding someone like that be that be that mom be that mom you know um and allow the lord to open up the doors and allow him to bring you the right people but if you don't have that start being that mom for other people and you'll be amazed at how sometimes just your courage of opening up can really inspire i feel like and encourage other moms to do the same and now uh yeah ali before we close our episode i want to make sure if there was a mom who was like man, I love this girl. I feel this girl. I love her just honesty, transparency, and they want to go ahead and connect with you. What's the best way they can do so? Just Instagram me. Um, it's at Allie. It's three Y's Sanchez. So A-L-L-Y-Y-Y-S-A-N-C-H-E-D. Awesome. And no worries if you didn't get that. I'm going to go ahead and put that exact spelling and link in the show notes below because I want to make sure that you ladies get to connect together. But uh, Ali, I am so happy that we connected together today. I'm just so, so blessed by your presence in our life. Um, And I just thank you so much for being here and being on Holy Healthy Happy Mama. Thank you, friend. It's been an honor. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. And ladies listening, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If it inspired you, encouraged you, let me know, shoot a comment below or go ahead. You can go ahead and write a review, but most importantly, keep being you, keep being raw, keep being authentic and know that you are enough. Exactly who you are, exactly where you is, wherever you are in this world, you are enough. You are an amazing mother, no matter where you are and at any size. I love you, and we'll see you on a future episode of Holy Healthy Happy Mama. With all the overwhelming and hard choices a new mom has to make, where you get you and your baby's top-notch nutrition shouldn't be one of them. Ever since I first began my fertility journey, I've trusted one place with all of my women's wellness needs, a company and brand that truly goes above and beyond with their cleaning and natural products. I mean, they even pray over their supplements. Yep. I'm talking about Pink Stork, a woman-owned, American-based women's wellness company that has products for every area of a woman's needs. Everything from fertility, pregnancy prenatal, postnatal, nursing, menopause, to even a brand new line of men's fertility products and vitamin drops for babies. See why it's my one-stop shop, mama? I can shop in peace and good vibes when I have Pink Stork in my shopping cart. And so can you. Go check out my own link below or visit holyhealthyhappymama.com slash pinkstork to check out my personal favorites list and grab yourself 15% off with code CheyenneC15. You won't be disappointed.